comes Fernando. Struck out swinging in the first in his return to the Padres starting lineup and activity after the 10-day IL stint. In the air to center field. Taylor going back. And Mendez left the building. Fernando Tatis Jr. returns to the Padres lineup and lifts it out of the yard. 2-1 Padres. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. So San Diego took Sunday's matchup, but it was a thrilling, thrilling Dodgers-Padres series over the weekend. The L.A. Dodgers uh, win two of three. They were off to a great start with the extra inning game on Friday. But, man, was that fun. We had October baseball intensity in April, and they're going to do it again next weekend. Can't wait for that. BetQL Daily. This is Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat. Cody Decker is a man that's hyped all the time, especially when you're talking baseball. So I can't imagine what it was like to watch that series with Cody Decker over the weekend. At C Decker 6 on Twitter, MLB analyst for Odyssey. Cody, we'll let you rip, man. <laughs> How far up for you? Uh, very fired up. I'm sitting here swirling my coffee like a young wow. connoisseur who likes his whiskey. But it's morning, so I'm going with coffee. By the way, it's at Decker6 on Twitter, not C Decker6, but don't worry about that. Thank, well, anyway. that's that's the old Eli Herskovich rundown for you. There's multiple I, mistakes today. Listen, I have nothing but positive, <laughs> wonderful things to say about the wonderful Eli Herskovich. He's a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful man. How fired up am I for this last weekend series? Fired yep. up. It was the best series I've watched in a regular season maybe ever. Maybe ever. That was a hmm. World Series matchup right there. Those are the best two teams in Major League Baseball. Not the NL or AL in Major League Baseball, without question. You're looking at all these betting lines. I was looking at the lines of futures with World Series this morning, and it's just so funny that even though they've had a horrible start, the Yankees are still sitting here with the second best odds and the lowest payout for the World Series futures, which is insane to me because the San Diego Padres are by far the second best team in Major League Baseball, and they're going to give the Dodgers one hell of a run for their money in October. Cody, a lot of times we talk about, no matter what sport it is, about great rivalries. And a lot of times it's stuff that happened before many of us were alive. Dodgers and Padres, that is the premier rivalry in all of baseball. No, you don't right think so? Now, right now it is, but you're talking yeah. about things in the past. The San Diego Dodgers, the San Diego Padres and Los Angeles Dodgers rivalry has always been extremely one-sided in that yes. the Dodgers and their fans never cared about the Padres, ever. Right. And I'm including 1998 when they went to the World Series. The Padres were a better team in the 90s, and still even then the Padres were still looked at like the Dodgers' little brother. It's always been Dodgers and Giants. That has been the blood feud right. of the West ever since the 1950s when they both came out to the West Coast. So when the Padres, I mean, if you look at the Padre fans, they hate Dodgers. They hate the Dodgers. They hate their fans. They despise them. But it's always been so annoying to me because I am I played for the Padres. I love the Padres. But I keep telling the fans, I'm like, guys, why do you hate these people who just don't care about your existence? <laughs> and then my favorite thing, that only angers them more. They get more yeah. and more angry. Now, finally, the Padres are where they should be. They're getting in the national spotlight, as they should. Fernando Tatis Jr., he is a superstar. Manny Machado, 
uh, finished top three in the uh, MVP voting last year, and he's probably going to do the exact same thing this year. These Padres are no joke. Uh, Joe Musgrave this offseason was, I thought, the best pickup they made, and they got Snell and Darvish because if you look at his advanced metrics, he has been growing and getting better the exact same way Lucas Giolito did the previous couple years. So right now, Joe Musgrove is right on the cusp of becoming that next guy, and he already has thrown the first world no-hitter in the history of the San Diego Padres this season, and he's throwing tonight so man i'm loving where this is going we got 16 more games of the best baseball possible and we're not even counting october when they face each other in the ds or the cs cody what other teams in the national league are you buying into as far as being world series contenders besides the dodgers and padres because i completely agree but what other teams do you buy into Guys, I, I know this is a fad right now, and everybody is very, very much not on the same page as me. They think it's just kind of an early spike. Ladies and gentlemen, the New York Mets are real. They are real. They are going to win that division. They got the best, not the best pitching staff in, in the National League. They have the third best pitching staff in the National League. But in the East, it's going to mean quite a bit. Uh, Marcus Stroman so far, three starts, and is looking like he's up. He's going to be right there in the Cy Young candidacy, the way he's starting this year. DeGrom will win the Cy Young. Let's be real clear. Uh, Jacob DeGrom is the best pitcher in Major League Baseball. The closest second is probably Garrett Cole. And right there, those right there are your two Cy Young Awards winners. I can't imagine, barring anything going crazy, injuries, absolute collapses, those are your two Cy Young Award winners. Those are the two best pitchers in baseball. What about in the American League? Are you buying into the Red Sox? As I look up at the screen, they're up like seven to one. Oh, Lucas, man. Not, <laughs> Lucas Giolito does not like these early games, man. Boy, oh boy, am I so <laughs> glad you didn't put me on an hour ago because I would have told you to bet the farm that the White Sox are going to win this game. These uh, morning games, man, they're tough. They're tough on arms. Uh, anytime you see a morning game that starts before noon, I would always, especially if you have the opportunity to bet overs and unders, I would always take the overs. Pitchers are never feeling comfortable that early in the morning. Hitters aren't either, but I, I always sway it to hitters because, quite frankly, I loved loved 11 a.m. games don't know why raked in every one of them I felt awful but the ball kept going over the fence uh with Cody Decker MLB uh analyst for Odyssey here this is BetQL Daily Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat. I like the Royals going into the season I bet them at 40 to 1 to win the division and I just figured okay you know what the number's off a little bit they're better than uh many expect are they real who is that I didn't hear the team Royals Oh, the Royals. In that division, I think that was a very good bet. I really do. I do think the White Sox are the best team in that division. Great. I think the Tigers are years away still. The Indians are still going to win ball games. They're going to be in the mix, but they are in no way a playoff team. The only reason they'd be a playoff team is if and only if because of this extended playoffs because we're getting a couple extra teams in there. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing more. I don't see them finishing a higher than third place in the American League Central, um, but I see them finishing fourth because I see the Royals finishing in those top three spots and a potential ch chance to make the playoffs. I loved, loved the Santana signing. It was a very, mm -hmm. very high impact, low cost uh, signing. I loved it. The Ben Attendee trade, I absolutely loved. I'm a big believer in Andrew Ben Attendee. I think he's, guy, he's a guy that brings a lot of energy to a clubhouse, brings a lot to a lineup, especially at the top of the lineup if he's playing well. He covers a ton of ground in that outfield. He's an above average outfielder. I just, I really like the Royals right now. They're young and they're hungry. I still think... I'm not feeling 2014 Royals or 15 Royals, but I definitely am feeling 13 Royals. It feels like they're just about to make that run these next couple of years, and I'd be watching out for Kansas City going forward. 
with the five and ten Yankees, is it just one of those things? Like, look, they're just gonna have to wait till it warms up, and then they're they're scoring eight nine runs a game. I'm not gonna lie, I don't like their pitching. I really don't. Garrett Cole, unfortunately, cannot pitch every day. They may the the Yankees missed out on opportunities to sign really really good arms out there that could have affected them in a very positive way. Taiwan Walker immediately comes to mind. Don't know why they didn't go after him. Don't know why they didn't even speak to Jake Odorizzi. I don't know why everybody didn't speak to Joe, Jake Odorizzi. Um, I know he's off to a tough start in his first two games, but he is a proven good arm, and the Astros have him for two years. Um, I don't like the Yankees' arms. I'm very, very not okay with their bullpen, but those bats are going to come alive. Five and ten. Guys, they're the Yankees. This lineup is absurd. They're going to break records offensively. And remember, this is the first time the New York Yankees have owned the worst record in the AL since 1998. And what happened in 1998? The Yankees won the World Series. Who do you like in the NL Central? I want to get your thoughts on uh, Corbin Burns as well in Milwaukee because he's ridiculous right now. Who do you like in the Central? You know what? I really, really, really am. The, the Central is an interesting time. I still think that the Cardinals are the best team in that Central. I really do. I think they're going to win that division handedly. The Cubs are going to be a disappointment. I was hoping – I'm really still hoping for a career year from Rizzo – uh, and a career year from Jock Peterson. I know Jock's off to the slow start, but I really do believe in Jock Peterson, and I think the Cubs will win more games than they probably have the right to win, um, but they're not a playoff team to me. I think the Brewers are a better team. They're well-equipped. they got better arms, and that offense just doesn't go away. What you mentioned what Burns is doing, that guy is phenomenal, and they got Woodruff going today against San Diego, and you know, I know we talked about the Padres being the second-best team in baseball. I'm honestly going to take uh, the Brewers in this game. I like how Woodruff has been throwing. I like how that team has been swinging the bat. I like the matchup. I mentioned Joe Musgrove, what a what a star he's going to be. Yep. I don't. I didn't like his last outing after the no hitter. I think we're going to have a couple of more hiccups along the way, and I think today's going to be one of them. I think I think the Brewers have got this game well in hand. I agree with you on that one, Cody. Uh, but when I want to ask you about Musgrove, though, quickly, just uh, to follow up, have you heard anything about changes he's gone through? New team, new pitching coach, off to a great start. Because you know, sometimes I I wonder, like, do I have to remove um, my opinion of players when I when they go to a new situation? And, and we've seen some players the last few years. All of a sudden, the spin rate is out of control mm-hmm. because of some changes they made. Well, I will tell you going in, when they made that trade, I did speak to the the Padres front office and they were extremely excited about this trade. And it was because they saw the same numbers. They saw the same numbers that he had going up. They were like, these are the exact same progressions that Lucas Giolito had. We have another Lucas Giolito on our hands. And no one knew it. And I remember right when the trade happened, I put out, I'm like, this was the biggest trade. You don't see it yet, but in October, you will see this. And uh, I, I, I really I don't know if they made any specific adjustments to his spin rate. I don't know, you know, what they're doing over there in the R&D department for the San Diego Padres, both offensively and on the defensive side. But you can cl- clearly tell it's working on the offensive side. I really would love to know what they've worked on with Eric Hosmer, because Eric Hosmer has never been the Eric Hosmer that has been portrayed or sold to us as a market. He is never that guy. He's never been one in the top 25 of first baseman. But right now, he might be the best first baseman in baseball so far this season. So I would love to know what they're doing uh, analytically and on the R&D side with the San Diego Padres because it's making some serious changes in the game right now. What do you think of Dustin May? I was looking at his uh, strikeout prop. It's five and a half. I was thinking about going over against Seattle. They're striking out 26% of the time. Uh, The only thing I'm wondering about, how long is uh, Roberts going to let him roll? 
See, that's always been the question with May. He's got a very short leash on May. Um, mm. It's been very clear that he's not letting May go in deep into the sixth. But you mentioned that 26 percentile of uh, strikeouts for the uh, Seattle Mariners. I'm going to take the over tonight. I think May's going to probably have a couple of uh, striking out the sides. He is a disgusting pitcher to face. And those Mariners are swinging the bat really well right now. But like you said, they're a high strikeout team. They're still young. May's young as well. But there's a little bit of benefit to being that young and throwing 102. You might not have the exact command that you want, but it's still 102 and it's going everywhere. It's not easy to hit, man. Let me tell you right now, that is very hard to hit. Cody, I'm looking at some of these teams who may be in contention that maybe will make a move at the deadline. You brought up the Cubs earlier. Do you see them moving Bryant, maybe Contreras or even Baez? And, you know, who do you think will be buyers? Who do you think will be sellers as we get closer to this deadline here? You know, we talk about the Cubs and you look at that Cubs team and I'm telling you, I don't see them competing quite as well as other teams in that division, including the Reds, by the way. I think the Reds are better than the Cubs this year as well. I I think the Reds might be a sneaky team in that AL Central, Um, especially the way Cassianos has been swinging the bat lately. My God. But, uh, you know, I almost lost my train of thought. What were we just talking about in the Cubs? The deadline. Deadline. Are they going to move them? They're going to sell. Yeah. Here's the thing about the Cubs. I don't get it. Why would you sell? on that team. This is a team that is just a few Ugh. pieces away from really legitimately competing. Like you just need two arms. Why did you get rid of you Darvish? You could be exactly. competing right now. I don't understand what the hell is happening in Chicago. It is madness. Well, let me ask you this. I feel like if, if who has more value, Bryant Baez or Craig Kimbrell right now? Cause that's who I'd be looking to move right now, right now. Yeah. Craig Kimbrell, amazingly, Kimbrell. I can't believe I'm saying that because Baez is so much younger. Bryant is so much younger, but I've heard from other teams that say Bryant is, they think Bryant is done. They think there are injuries in there that is just not being reported. They wouldn't make, they wouldn't trade anyone for him. They just think he doesn't have the same physical shape that he once did. Not that he's out of shape. They just think he's broken. And there are legitimate five, six teams that 100% think that. I don't personally think that. I think the guy still got a lot of baseball left in him. But to see how many people are giving up on him already is just very interesting. So I want to know what I want to know what they know and I don't know. Right. Yeah, and it seems like the Cubs gave up on him a while back. It's only a yes. matter of time to see, see what they can get uh, for Chris Bryant. Cody Decker at Decker Six, MLB analyst for Odyssey. Thank you, Cody. Enjoyed it, my man. <laughs> There's Cody Decker there. Uh, interesting. He's he's in on the Mets. In on the Mets. I understand why. The Braves are uh, they are not hard to figure out. They still have so much talent. They got to make sure that Acuna's healthy, though, 100% for the rest of the rest of the way, you know? Braves will be fine. I think they need to add another starter if they're able at the deadline. They're going to be fine. Yeah, they might have to. They might have to. Uh, coming up next, Lightning Bets, MLB and NBA. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network.